Sorry? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, Tash, you're going to need to go to your bed immediately when we start. Okay, ready? Yeah. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the hen house. I'm Michaela. And I'm Emily. And I'm a farmer. And I'm not a farmer. (laughs) (laughs) I love saying that. Uh, Anyways, guys, welcome back. Thank you again so much for coming back and listening. We are starting episode eight today. Isn't that crazy? How do we have eight episodes out? I I don't know. But anyways, it's awesome. So anyways, thank you guys so much for coming back. Michaela, do you want to? Yeah. So today we don't have anything for the burn pile. (gasps) We're Um, good. But if you have any comments or something we messed up. Send us a message. Yeah, let us know. We'd like to know everything we said wrong. Yeah, so we're perfectionists, actually. Yeah. And so we can put it in the burn pile. <laughs> no, but also we do just want to correct things yeah. and make sure we are stating the right facts. But we also are perfectionists, so yeah. there's that there. Anyways, <laughs> so today is a very exciting day. Super exciting. I might be biased, but we have our best guest yet. Oh my gosh. Lauren. Sorry, Kelly, but again, I think I might be a little biased. <laughs> That's a little rude. I'm here for everyone. Yes. Fan. Lauren is here for everyone, but today he's joining us as a guest. We gave him a microphone. Our first male guest. Yes. Yeah. In the hen house. He's the rooster. You are the... Well, Against their better judgment, they definitely gave me a microphone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're unsure how it's going so far. <laughs> it might get a little unhinged again because Lauren is silly yeah and also we (laughs) have a dog in the house we have our dog cash here yep and a dog in the hen house danger danger he might bark and so if you hear that our apologies it's just like we're at the farm yeah we'll do our best (laughs) to make sure that um it's not so loud in your ears yeah if he does bark but we'll do our best anyways lauren welcome thank you so much for coming on i know um not that we forced you to come on but you were definitely on our top list for who we want to be a guest. Obviously, because you were involved in literally everything. Yeah. So it's going to be cool to pick your brain on some stuff and kind of get to know you and for our listeners to get to know you a little better. Yeah, yeah. no, it's going to be fun. I have a little synopsis for you to introduce you, you as a guest oh. to Ooh. our listeners. Just like I did Kelly a little bit. Mm-hmm. So sit back and relax. Yeah. So Lauren <laughs> is my husband, If you haven't, if you guys don't know. Um, he is one-fourth of our farm family, and he is w- also one-fourth of the owner and management team of the farm. He's a dreamer and um, the man who keeps us pushing forward. As long as I've known Lauren, he has been an ideas an ideas guy. He comes up with crazy ideas that push us to be and do better. He holds a lot of titles and roles and does each one with honesty and love. Oh, so Thanks, welcome babe. again. What were your vows like? I'm <laughs> just kidding. Well, Michaela pushed me to do good vows. Yeah, <laughs> I had to get them vetted. Well, so we actually, what we actually did was send them to a third party to make oh, sure that right. they were equally as good, which yeah. is a lot of pressure for me. That I married an English mar- major. Yeah, I married an English major, so it's like <laughs> me like, with oh, a college shoot. diploma is like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, let me try my best <laughs> using Grammarly. Like it was good though. I don't think they had Grammarly back then. No. no. Yeah, you guys are. What's the date today? It is 
It's the fifth. Okay, yeah, yeah. You guys are five year anniversary, right? Yep, it's coming up on Friday. So that's awesome. When this gets released, it'll have already happened. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you guys, that's awesome. That's really exciting. You guys didn't get married on a farm, did you? No, No. we got married on a golf course. Oh, yeah, but there was a barn. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you have your dinner? That was one of your hard criteria. You needed to have a Uh, barn. Yes, we did need to have a barn. I wanted. A barn. That was even before you knew your country. Yeah. You were like, it was in you. It was from <laughs> the middle of Quebec. I need it for the Instagram. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was. It was. Really I've nice. seen the pictures. Yeah. It was beautiful. I didn't know you guys back then. Nope. Stefan was there. Yep. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Five years. It seems crazy, honestly. Yeah. Five years ago. That's awesome, though. Good for you guys. <laughs> yeah. They're just looking at each other like, okay, <laughs> nice. Now we got a farm and two dogs. Yeah. What have we done? Honestly, yeah. though, we didn't anticipate this is our life, but we can get into that. Like, yeah, we'll get into that. We're going to ask, all, I'm going to ask all the juicy questions. So, but for now, we have a rapid fire Q&A for you. Yeah. Just to start off the episode, get everybody loose and Get me primed fun. up and ready to go. Yeah, yep, that's right. It's going to be <laughs> kind of interesting because like, obviously we know Lauren very well and like some people who are listening know Lauren very well, but people who haven't met Lauren... You just hear us talk about him. And like, yeah. and you heard in uh, last week's episode right. that he was like the the pusher for getting the pigs and like doing all that kind of stuff. So now you guys will get to see a little bit more of his personality, not just through Mikhail's kind words, but through his words. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get bonus points since they're rapid questions? Do I get bonus points for how fast I answer the question? No, uh, no points. No, no it's points. no points. Got it. Got it. It's so competitive. (laughs) (laughs) So I think what we decided what we're going to do is I'm going to read the rapid fire questions. Yeah. And so I'm going to ask the question and Lorna McKillar are going to answer at the same time. And we're going to see if they come up with the same answer or if they're different. Okay. So I have to answer for myself. Yeah. You answer for yourself, not what you think Lauren's going to answer. Okay. Like you personally, Michaela and Lauren, you answer you personally. This was this. this (laughs) Don't stress. It's okay. It's okay. Lauren and Michaela never made it to the six-year anniversary. Yeah, <laughs> and the also last just a warning before we start this, we had not, we have not set a timer, and so it, oh this my might gosh, get my very iPad. unhinged. So but yeah. it'll be fine. Keep track. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Let's start with the rapid fire question. We have six questions. Yes. Okay, so no pressure. It's just for fun. It's for the viewers. Or no, I always say viewers. They're listeners. Oh, yeah, listeners. They have earballs. They have ear- <laughs> not eyeballs. Okay. <laughs> question number one. Ready? Pigs or chickens? Chickens. Lauren. Chickens. Okay, since we oh. told him that he didn't have to answer it, quickly, it, it, he took a, his time. No, but I had I had to, that was a that was a that was a loaded question. I had to think about it whether do I like it was it a question rather of do I like chickens more oh, or are fair. chickens or pigs more profitable? If I had to go profitability, chickens all the way. Right. Out of the pure animal that I like. Pigs. You know, oh. I agree with that too. I don't love chickens. The reason why I chose chickens is because they're easier to maintain. Yeah, and they're more Friends, profitable. Yeah. I I love pigs. Pigs have great temperament. They're ten times better than chickens in mm-hmm. every facet, but they require a lot more upfront cost, and they're True. a lot slower to get your money back. Right, like it's more of like an investment versus like yeah. So the if you're looking just out an egg every day. Yeah, that's yeah. why I thought. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's good. Wow, and you guys answered the same. Okay, I love that. Okay, question number two. Ready? Ooh, this one is controversial. I'm going to be curious. <laughs> this might start some <laughs> some issues. Ready? Bacon or sausage? Bacon. <laughs> Lord, it's supposed to be rapid fire. It's rapid Sorry, fire. It, it's bacon. 
And what did you did you say bacon? I also well? said bacon. I just I had again I had the thought our sausages this round from our new arbitoire were so good. Well, we they still were, have some. Yeah, so. I know we're having oh, them tonight. Yeah, we yeah, are. we are eating them tonight. They're, we're having they're, pancakes. They're, they're the best. I don't know, but bacon for sure. Bacon. Longevity, good. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah, Excellent. Love that. I think I would also say bacon. I do love sausages. Not that I'm part of the mm-hmm. rapid fire, but uh, all right. Ready? Question number three. Winter or summer? Winter. Winter. Okay. Why? You don't sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Fair, I guess, but it's cold. <laughs> I guess, but then you have layers. Uh, and you can't really have layers in summer. I don't know. I like dressing heavy. I like big mm-hmm. baggy sweaters. I like wearing pants. I like summer for the sense that it's easier as a farm mm. because it's it, everything Water's everything's harder. Yeah. Right. Yeah, everything's everything's harder on a farm in the winter. And you're not doing much. You're more trying to survive. Right. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely. But in the in the summer, it's just it, it, it's, and you can actually, like, push the farm forward. You right. can actually, like, get projects done. Whereas winter is just kind of like, like I said, you're in survival mode. Yeah, so. like a standstill but kind of thing. For as a personal preference, not farm related, I would do winter. Winter, yeah. I think there should be a uh, explanation on whether these questions are towards the farm or personal no it's just meant to be like it's get to know lauren yeah sorry i'm thinking about them too much no it's good (laughs) it's good excellent okay um question cashew question number four can you say your pig call (laughs) (laughs) do it away from the mic yeah like like back up and then we'll get michaela to do hers as well so it's the same one yeah but i think lauren should do it okay Oh, good. I would come running. So, so for context, when you pigs are like out to our pigs are out to pasture, and so we have to call them back each day to feed if they're not already back. And so Lauren has you, you kind of create your own pig call. And so Lauren created ours. And, and now picture now picture an eight hundred pound barrel <laughs> just coming, coming for a big black barrel. And sometimes they're in their trees because it's where it's cool. So right here is. <laughs> And when we have piglets, it's that followed by just little trailers. But it's the best. Watching the big barrels just rummage through the bush coming back at you. And so when you do that, does that mean it's like feed time? Yeah, you only do it when you're going to feed, and that's why they come running. Yeah. Okay, so when Lauren's not there, do you do that? Can you do it? Mine's like, I do it a little differently than Lauren's. Okay, well, let's hear yours. The people can vote. Oh, that was good too. Oh, Cash got up. Oh, it's not your time for feed. Your food. You're not a pig. It's <laughs> having an identity crisis. Okay, question number five. Morning or evening chores? Uh, morning. Morning as well. Oh. You it's because birds. you do less. You do less chores yeah. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer. They're easier. Yeah. Sorry, and, it's, and it's cooler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. But now, but you guys aren't doing morning chores. Yeah, no, we we're, do... we're stuck with the, win- or the evening chores. <laughs> stuck with the sucky ones. Uncle Mark's like, cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay, last question, last but not least. Plowing snow or cutting grass? Cutting grass. Plowing snow. Really? Oh. I love plowing snow. It's so satisfying. Yeah, you do love that. And I love using the big blower. Like, like you get a good two feet of snow and you just clear the driveway eat it yeah and you just do one pass and you can see the wall of where the blower was i don't do a lot of plowing snow because lauren and dad love it so that's Mm -hmm. why i chose cutting grass but allergies suck you also don't sweat when you blow snow true True. and there's no bugs there's no bugs 
Okay. You don't hit sure. rocks. Oh, well, you could hit rocks. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one if you're time, Mark, you hit a fence. Yeah, my, <laughs> my dad hit a fence and with we, the Oh, it got tangled in the blower, and we spent <laughs> probably I don't know four hours of our work hey. day fixing it. And Poor Uncle Mark. Part bearings and stuff. Did he, for like, reference, the fence it? still yeah. hasn't been fixed. Oh, when the blower. How many has years been, ago though? was this? Two. Oh. <laughs> But there's still a gaping hole. The fence wasn't good to begin with. No. In his defense. Yeah. It also pulled out an entire post. Yeah. <laughs> Pearl Mark's not here to defend himself. <laughs> Poor Don. Anyways. Okay. Well, that was really cool. So you guys answered probably pretty close to the same. So that was fun. Um, now I want to ask you guys. Well, Michaela and I are going to go back and forth. We're going to yeah. ask you a little bit more personal questions just so that people get to know you, see your personality. Because now we know that you prefer bacon over sausage. But yeah. We'll ask. Okay, first question. And then, Michaela, you can kind of chime in okay. to this one as well because it involves you. Um, how did you guys meet? Uh, so me and Michaela have known each other for a really long time. We've met each other since we were four years old. Um, so, <laughs> Not kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, for reference, Michaela hates it when I say kindergarten or I refer to my father-in-law as Uncle Mark. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. So, for reference, um, as you probably already know, Michaela, my wife, is also my best friend's cousin. So, I've known her so as long as I've known Stefan for four years, or since four years old. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we've basically known each other since we were very, very young. So you guys kind of grew up together. Yeah. And, Junior kindergarten. Yeah. And, well, who doesn't know that as a, as a nice like, timeline? I just think it sounds so funny. And it always people always get caught off guard. They're like, since junior kindergarten. And then they're like and they thinking to think back to like the age. But No, that's fair. Um, so that's so you guys kind of grew up together then. Yeah. But we didn't start dating until after high school, after we graduated high school. Yep. Mm. Um, but yeah, we've kind of just always been around each other. Nice. And Stefan and Lauren had always been like really close. And I'm very close with Stefan's family. So right. it just kind of ended up that we were always around right. each other. Aww. Um, That's really cool. That is honestly like you don't really hear that. Like that people have known each yeah. other since they were like children. Then grow up. And now you guys are celebrating your five year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's it's exciting. so. Yeah. I'll, I don't think a lot of people have that story. Maybe they do. But no. I don't know. I think if it's crazy, it's like when we get old and we're like 80 years old, we can oh, say that we've, each other yeah, we've known for or each other for like 76 years. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like we haven't been together. Well, when did we get to? We probably got there when we were 18. And then how long did you date So we've for? known each other for, we've been like together for probably 10 years. Right. Mm-hmm. So like half of our life. That's pretty cool. Uh, a little bit less than half. We're 28. So our third yeah. of our Still, life. that's a long mm-hmm. time. Just yeah. Shy, shy. That's really cool. Anyways, that's awesome. Good for you guys. Um, Lauren, did you always want to do farming? Did you know you wanted to do farming? No. I um, I, I love sports cars. I love um, like motorsports and right. all that stuff. And then um, as we, I think you guys talked about Mark and Rebecca on the podcast earlier, correct? I don't think we have actually. So oh, okay. Well, there's a there's story. a couple mm-hmm. Mark and Rebecca that mm-hmm. um, me and Michaela are really really close with, and they own a farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm particularly close with Mark, and mm-hmm. I would have breakfast or coffee every single morning for like two years. Wow. Um, with him and uh, really big mentor of mine, and they own a farm, 
and me and Michaela ended up just hanging out with them a lot and helping them at times on the farm. And we we're like, man, and we saw and we saw how they, as a family, were bonded and mm-hmm. had that lifestyle together and what that created for them. And I think that's what really, honestly, drew like drove me particular to that. But I would say for us in general, is just seeing the lifetime and the, uh, yeah, the family. Yeah. And, um, no, totally. It's d- totally different when you're bonding over doing mm-hmm. chores and caring for animals and like planning for the future totally it yeah it takes a relationship to a, a different level that's really cool so and but you didn't go to school for farming you didn't did you grow up like minus knowing like mark and rebecca did you ever like care for <laughs> like, did you? no no i uh I'm, I'm a researcher once i become passionate mm-hmm. or really like something i research the crap out of it yeah and i like to know every single piece of it i like know all the details right and um just ask a lot of questions and you make a lot of phone calls and talk to a lot of people yeah. and um, learn by kind of faking it by you make it till you make it. That's awesome. So how did the farm come up then? Like I know Mark and Sloan were looking at buying the property, but then how did you know that you wanted to get involved? Uh, so we, we knew we wanted to do some kind of farming even before Mark and Rebecca, or sorry, uh, uh, Sloan and Mark bought the farm. So mm-hmm. when they bought the farm, it was just kind of like perfect, like coincidence because we had already been thinking about it and oh, we we're okay. like oh like this is like literally perfect because we we even talked prior like we were look, thinking we were starting to save for a house and we we're like man it would be awesome if we bought a farm on our own right and then mark and sloma approached us and we we're like hey we're gonna buy a farm and we we're like solid we can help start a family farm without yeah. having to be the ones to buy it so oh that's really cool yeah and like i think that we like after we had seen mark and rebecca like lauren said it was just like a kind of thing that we were like hey we'd never been introduced to that kind of lifestyle before mm-hmm. and so like being like oh this is kind of cool how can we do it ourselves but Lauren, you've always been kind of all entrepreneurial mm-hmm. at heart like yeah i've always i've always wanted to have my like my own business or a business of, a, of some kind right and this just allows me to dabble in it on my own yeah and i just i love the lifestyle i love everything that comes with it and I, I sometimes question now, like, what would I do with my spare time? Like, I like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I like being busy. So, yeah. I'm in a farm. There's never not stuff to do. <laughs> it fills your time. Yeah. So very full. That's okay. So, did you, okay? This kind of goes into the next question. We're going to talk about goals. Like, let's say, like, um, I don't know, five years ago, like at the beginning of your marriage, mm. your goals mm. are obviously a lot different now. Mm. How did you kind of get to where you are now? Like. How did how did your like like how did your goals change? Like, was your goals? Well, you said you liked business. Did mm-hmm. you think like in five years you wanted to have a business? Like, no, I didn't actually. I didn't. I didn't know I liked business until I got the opportunity to do business. Oh, so, right. um, little backstory. So, I went to school. I did carpentry and electrical when I first graduated out of high school, and then I went to do child. I went to college for child and youth worker. And I worked at a max detention center. Mm. And I thought that was my life trajectory and what I really wanted to do with my life. And I found very quickly that that's not what I wanted to do with my life. And it wasn't until I got an opportunity uh, with Steven Stefan at Parker 360 where I discovered my love for business. Mm. So I got to dabble in that and I still get to do that. And um, that's where I really found the true passion of business and my inkling for that and yeah. then I that more and then later 
we met Mark and Rebecca and then the farm and it was like, oh, you can make a business out of the farm. Right, so I get, I get to combine two loves. One, business. My other love of being outdoors and just being physically active. Right. Which is often being a business, you're not physically active. No, you'd so. be sitting at a desk or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why I like trades originally because I was like, oh, I get to do something with my hands. But Yeah, because you said you like being busy. So yeah. that makes sense. And I don't think that we, maybe you had specific goals when we got married. Like, did you have a specific idea like, oh, I really want to do this? Or like, was it more just like a natural progression of like, we didn't really know what we were going to do and this just fell into our lap? Yeah, I don't think when we got married, we had any, we definitely, farming was definitely not on the radar when we <laughs> no. first, when we first got married. Um, it was definitely something that as, as a couple and as a married couple, we kind of like fell into and, and morphed by the people who we were surrounded mm. by and the community that we were in at that time. Well, and I think we lived in the city too at the time of yep, when we first right. got married. Yep. And we knew like that wasn't something we loved. And so the country life really was what first drawed us, would you mm-hmm. say? Like, just wanting to be somewhere with land. Yeah, and just the lifestyle. Like, just the fact, like, I like motor vehicles. I like dirt bikes. I like four-wheelers. I like hunting. Mm-hmm. I like being outdoors. Like, and farming caters to a lot of that. Because right. in order to do a lot of those things, you need to have land and you need to have your own space. So it, they kind of just go, go in hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So Most. would you say farming has changed your life? definitely so <laughs> that's kind of like a heavy question but like like and would you say it's changed it for the better for sure like i said i don't know i don't know what i would do with my spare time mm. i think i'd be very bored mm. um sometimes i think i would be less stressed and <laughs> have more sleep and uh, less tight shoulders <laughs> yeah exactly um but i wouldn't change it for the world oh that's cool um okay my next kind of question is so when mark and sloan bought the farm what do you remember most about um the time and the decision to move in and to invest like do you remember feeling like what kind of emotions did you feel about that um like were you excited were you stressed were you nervous were you yeah so mark and slomack like like i think we've said on the podcast that mark and slomack owned the farm for a year being before we decided to move in uh they just bought and moved in or maybe excuse me for like a little bit less than that and Mm -hmm. uh uh so um, it wasn't until about a year after they had uh, bought the farm, hadn't done really, didn't really do anything with it, but that we prayed about it and we're like, oh, like this is something that we really hmm. have been praying into and really thought, but we didn't actually want to say anything to Mark and to the Sloman Mark about it. So we prayed about it and said, like God, if you really, if this is a direction you want to go, have them bring it up. Hmm. And literally the next day, Mark Slum came to us and said, hey, we're thinking about like what you said about farms and stuff like that. And we're thinking like, do you want to start a farm together? Wow. And like, we're like, yeah, like we've been praying about that. We actually <laughs> prayed about that yesterday. So, <laughs> so cool. Like they, they, we had not had any prior communications about like starting a farm together and like moving in together and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, uh, we just prayed it. And That's incredible. It literally happened next day. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. So I don't think you had any like trepidation. If anything, you were probably the one who had more of like a dream, like the start of the dream mm-hmm. to yeah. like make this something more than just like a, a place we go on weekends, at, like to my parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah for like sure. A visitation thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember when your parents first bought the, uh, the farm, I remember just being overly joyed at hunting. Prop- yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a, for anyone that's getting into hunting, finding, available land right that's not taken Mm -hmm. or 
are you have to share with is a really really hard thing to do right and uh and then our family bought a farm, and now I have 55 acres all to myself. So it was That's a huge awesome. blessing. So I remember when they first bought the farm, I was just psyched <laughs> that I got I got my own property to be able to hunt on. Yeah, I remember I was um, attending like a young adults group at the time. Um, that's where I met Stefan, and um, I was talking to your sister Abby, and um, she was saying because I was like, oh, so like we were starting to become friends, and I was like, so tell me about yourself. And then she was talking about her family and how she, her older brother was married and um, that he's like a super hipster and like was into coffee and like all that stuff. And then, but then one day she was like, yeah, now he's into farming and he loves tractors. And I was like, I was like, I can't wait to meet this guy. Like he just That's flipped cool. from being a hipster to a, uh, I mean, you're still a hipster. I still love my coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember, that's what I think I remember most about that time. I think at the, like at the beginning when I met, like introduced you, we talked a lot about like your, I talked about your big dreams, mm-hmm. like how you have so many dreams. And that's what I remember most like about that time in our life is Lauren coming home and being like, hey, I know this sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but I kind of want this whether that was like a car or to get into like coffee or when we started hanging out with mark and rebecca it was i want to get a pig or (laughs) i feel like i need to get my hunting license and so when he brought up the farm he was like hey i know it sounds crazy but i think we need to start i think we need to start a farm and i was like if this is just another one of of your ideas yeah ideas like I can't commit to this long term if you're not. And that's actually true. That's a that's a that's a good insight. I don't remember that part of my life or my personality, but I used to flip flop my like passion slash mm. like um, hobbies. Yeah. Like I changed my underwear. <laughs> like it was too much, Gene. Yeah. yeah, but it was like literally every season I was into something different. Right. So the fact that Michaela actually followed suit and. So it was like, okay, let's do some farming because that's a big investment. So then did you just like trust him? Like what for you? Like what was that like then? Were you like, I, what I remember heck? having a conversation and being like, this isn't just like a new hobby. This is like a, a lifestyle. Like this right. is a really big commitment. And so if we're going to jump into this. I need like at least a year. <laughs> at le- Give me 12 months of a commitment until yeah. we decide to jump ship. Right. I think that was pretty much the conversation. And he said, okay. And then and so. look at you guys. Now you love it. Yeah. Yep. Three years strong. And haven't looked back. That's yeah. awesome. So, okay. This kind of leads into my last question for you, like about this stuff. Um, so Michaela's afraid of animals <laughs> <laughs> and birds. Yeah. Specifically. <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Were, what was your approach to being around animals, living with them? Like, do like that kind of thing like were you yeah because you never had animals growing up so how did right like how did that transition go what did you say well i think i think the reason why i love animals so much is because i was deprived of it as a child (laughs) way to go simon and coffee yeah (laughs) so then you were like found it you're like yes i'm an adult now i can yeah, I that's, can have that's, ten that, that, if I want. that's basically it. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm an adult now. Now I have two dogs and yeah. I can buy whatever the heck I want. That's awesome. So like, yeah, no, I just I love animals. I love handling. That's that's my passion. I love handling animals. Yeah, I love being around them. Well, and because you said you have like a researcher and like a like you love learning. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like when you're like holding the animal and taking care of them, like you're actively learning, and mm-hmm. so it totally goes with your personality. Where, Michaela, you grew up with dogs, right? 
Yeah, we've had like family dogs. Right, but you didn't grow up with family chickens or anything. No, and that's the big thing about the farm <laughs> that also that allows me. I'm I get bored really quickly, mm. and I I need to be continue stimulated and like to learn. And like the a farm is a never ending learning environment and right. like stretching yourself mentally. Right. And so that's something that's always like you're you, you no farmer even if you've been doing it for 50 years and you're the 12th farmer in your family to do it, you don't know everything. You're going to be learning right. new things. You're constantly and, learning. And yeah. that's one thing I love about farming is I'm always learning. That's really I think cool. that's why we didn't jump, honestly, haven't jumped ship because mm-hmm. it's always something You can't new. master it. There's lots of like lots of people get into hobbies and they, and then they become masters at it mm-hmm. and then go on to the next hobby. You, you literally can't you can become really good farming and there's amazing farmers, but I don't think you can there's you can't know 100% anything. Like, yeah. Even per, you'll never like, be a, a super expert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Cash just did a big yawn. Yeah, he's <laughs> so cute. Um okay, so that kind of like about personal life stuff. I, we kind of wanted to transition into more like farm-based questions. Mm. So mm-hmm. obviously the farm is not your day job. No. No. So what would it, I always think the quote from a movie is like, so what would you say you do? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do on the farm? <laughs> what I do on the farm. So I, I would put myself as in charge of all the farm animals. So I'm in charge of making sure all their well-being and everything is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I do like a lot of like, like it, it sounds bad, but it's what I truly love too, is the grunt work. Mm. Um, any, all the really physical activity, um, whether it's chopping brush, clearing, um, clearing fence lines, snow removal that you love, snow removal, <laughs> um, doing, um, like physically laborious tasks mm-hmm. is what I do because I, I don't get to do that. In You're my, the muscle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm the uh, muscle of the group. That's and pretty cool. I like that. I, I don't get to do that in my day job. Right. So it gives me, it, it's honestly part of their farming too is therapeutic for me. I use my brain so much mm. and do deal with a lot of people yep. during the day yep. and then pigs don't talk back. So <laughs> well, <laughs> you can just kind of turn it off. They could oink back at yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they can get sassy. Yeah. <laughs> And you also push us forward with new yep. animals, new... Uh, I would say I'm pretty heavily involved in like the business side yeah. of, mm. of the farm as well. And um, like I'm, I'm really... I'm a spreadsheets guy, a numbers guy. I operate off numbers. So mm-hmm. I'm all about that, about pushing the farm forward and making sure that we're actually profitable and can cover our costs. So um, yeah, I'd say that's what I do a lot. Oh, that's cool. Um, so what about the farm makes you excited? Like what, like, is it the getting up early? Is it the uh, having your own food? Like what makes you excited about rock farm? I would say having your, see, that was one of my number one goals of farm was having, being able to have our own food. Mm. Um, but I think it's probably changed a little bit and actually seeing people enjoy Mm. the food that we provide for other people. Cause it's, it's really cool to see. Like, like I'm, we're all biased, like, cause we're so heavily involved with our food. We think our pork and our chicken and our eggs are the absolute best. But when you see someone that has no obligation to say the same thing yeah. and really enjoys it, like that is an awesome feeling when you've put mm. so much blood, sweat and tears yeah. into what you've done and it's reciprocated. Mm-hmm. So like getting that satisfaction and that joy from seeing that from people is honestly it feels like a real win. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And and just like we do a lot of uh, like um, 
serving as well. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a church group, whether it's families in need at Christmas turkeys or with like like meats expensive. Right. So being able to serve families that way is an awesome opportunity as well because you can give back to the community. And um, yeah. So. No, that's really good. Would you say you're also like quite passionate about that stuff then too? Like what, what are you most passionate about on the farm? Are you passionate? I guess like you kind of just mentioned like serving people. Hmm. Um, is there anything else that you're kind of like passionate about on the farm? Like I know you're passionate about learning and mm-hmm. like growing that way. Is there anything else that you're kind of like passionate about? Mm. Oh, that's kind of like a heavy question yeah. too. <laughs> like what are your heart's favorite passions? You know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just the, the culture around mm-hmm. it and developing like a community. I'm really passionate about the community. Actually, I mm-hmm. I, I love the community that is around um, farming community, mm-hmm. uh, particularly ours. I feel like ours is like just awesome. Like if we if like there's a storm and you need help, you posted it and you got five farmers showing up at your nice. door with chainsaws or whatever the heck you need to do. Yeah, and it's just like. Knowing that you have that backing, no matter what, it could be two o'clock in the morning, it could be four o'clock in the morning, it could be in the afternoon, yeah, and they'll be at your door. Mm. It's an awesome feeling, and just being able to support each other, like we, yeah, it's just that support system is. And we do that for other people too. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like you just you scratch, they scratch our back, and we scratch your back. Yeah, I think it's so interesting to hear, like as well, like when you talk about your passions, because that's part of why I think it works so well like the four of us managing and operating the farm Mm -hmm. is because all of our passions like overarching they're fairly similar but we each have a place where we're super passionate about Mm -hmm. and it the farm lends so well to all of our gifts Mm -hmm. and like would you say that you're passionate about what's yours like i think my passion is really about teaching Mm. Like, I love having, like, one side groups in. And I, it goes in, like, all those different avenues. Just like Lauren, like, maybe right. he's most passionate about, um, like, the community. Well, there's lots of different avenues for that passion to manifest. Absolutely. And so, like, this podcast is a really, like, clear manifestation of that passion, right? Like, of mm-hmm. teaching people, like, our mistakes and what we learned and just having a, a platform to, like, talk about that stuff. And, like, I'd love to get, if I had more time, you know, you always have. But, like, I'd love to be able to give little, like, eggs, like, fertilized eggs to schools. And, like, teach kids about raising chickens and stuff like that. Like, there's just so many ways that my passions can really Mm. manifest in the farm life. And I think it's just so cool because each of us, like... Um, it would be nice to have my mom and dad on, but like my mom's is definitely hospitality, like having mm-hmm. people Absolutely. to the farm. Yep. She loves that. And yep. so it's just like so nice to see all of us working out like our God given mm-hmm. passions and gifts. And it just flows so easily mm-hmm. and nicely in this particular area of our lives. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. It's really cool to hear. And because like there's four of you who are running it, it's, nice to see that you're like that you all have four different personalities you all have four different like um passions like you said but then still coming together under like as one team Mm -hmm. to like serve and create community and you know 
bless people with food and with education and give pork and you know like all that stuff it's just really cool it's nice to know like i mean i'm biased because i know you guys and i'm related to you but (laughs) like it's just it's just it's awesome like hearing that makes me want to buy your eggs hearing that like you know what i mean like it's just really cool like you guys like really care and you all care about each other which is really nice and i think it really works because it's all grounded in one thing Mm -hmm. and that's faith absolutely um i don't think it would work any other way and it all comes it all stems from the same thing so i I really do believe that's why it works yeah Yeah, like our desire to build god's kingdom here on earth absolutely yeah exactly like that's what Mm-hmm. it flows from yeah. yeah exactly so like when we have people over we always like before we even sold our first cut of meat this year we like stood and prayed for the people who were gonna like get our mm-hmm. food and like stuff like that or like when we have groups in, we always pray for them before they come mm-hmm. and just like we are all very passionate about that one thing and then it flows into our own yeah giftings. into your own gifts and passions yeah oh that's really beautiful i love that um okay lauren if you had to pick because you just told me that you loved the business side mm-hmm. this is a rapid fire but it's not really <laughs> but you said you love the business side mm-hmm. of things you're really interested in that but then you also love the grunt work mm-hmm. if you had to pick grunt work or business for the rest of your projected future at the farm what would you pick <laughs> grunt work oh really? wow yeah. well i guess because you get to do business i, stuff I get to, I, i'm very 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 blessed and i get to do the business side in, in your day job in my, in my day job right so to be honest i've actually even noticed uh very much as my career has progressed a very much shift in my focus farm wise as mm. well because as i get more heavily focused on business in my career wise mm-hmm. um i need a break from it i can't be business in personal and business life yeah so like i said before the farm is extraordinarily therapeutic and i need time to just be able to shut my brain out so if totally. i had to pick one It'd be grunt work. Interesting. Cool. I like that. Michaela, what about you? Would you stick with the business side of things? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to be sweating and touching the animals. Touching the chickens. Like, we had, Lauren was gone, and so we had to clean out all the chicken coops by myself. Like, well, my dad obviously helped me, but I just don't. That's not what I love it's not your jam. about it. Yeah. yeah. See, I love that. Turn my brain off, put some music on, or just listen to the chickens <laughs> scream their heads off, and like just do it you don't like it's it does not doesn't take a lot of brain power it's just right you get to work out you get a physical Mindless, labor yeah. yeah and it's rewarding you, you're done and it smells terrific in there after you're done it smells like <laughs> wood pine? wow pine wood <laughs> you're ever fine to come to... smell our chicken coop yeah. well just maybe <laughs> after sat, it's been yeah. cleaned <laughs> every second we yeah, in sat. the afternoon yeah then <laughs> come with your noses yeah <laughs> oh okay so in a typical week let's say like you know i like to start my weeks on monday Mm. i say monday i know people say sunday is the beginning of the week Mm -hmm. i guess yeah maybe that makes me weird no i get i get sunday okay so i would okay like monday to sunday or whatever what does your typical week look like at the farm like i know you guys go and do the evening chores after Mm -hmm. you do work Mm -hmm. so what does that look like what is that yeah so Typical, so you do our normal day, go through our entire day, and then get to the farm probably around like four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, we normally exercise our dogs a little bit, just give them some uh, like time to play. Yep. And then um, we'll go. We got to collect all of our eggs, um, make sure the food and all the water's done, uh, make sure everyone's healthy, 
um, good to go. We kind of check our fence lines, make sure everything's good. And then we move on to our pigs. Um, basically do the exact same. Pigs are a lot more personal, so they, they love pats and being touched. <laughs> and if we ever have like any like produce or anything like that, we'll give that to them. Um, but again, it depends on the season. You check their bedding, you yeah. check the weather, make sure you see what it's mm-hmm. going to be like. But really, it's like you feed them, you water them, you make sure their bedding's good, all the life amenities. And then it's basically like that's from Monday to Friday. It's basically that. It's pretty easy unless like off like Something sometimes happens. we have to move chicken tractors. Right. Yeah. Um, if, you have, if we have meat chickens, you move the chicken tractors, fill up their water, do the same. So it's, right. it's pretty status quo unless like something bad happens and you've got to be fluid and fix the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then on Saturdays yeah, and Sundays. Saturday, or sa- Sundays you guys said you sabbath right oh we yeah. try. tried to summer's hard because you only have so much summer true and but we've been we've been quite good at it this yeah. year L- last two years we've been terrible <laughs> but you guys um, were like getting stuff like yeah, yeah infrastructure yeah um but some uh saturdays are a lot busier saturdays we normally start our day at probably about 6 a.m oh jeez. Uh, we started every day at 6 a.m but like for most people on a saturday that's early we're normally at the farm by like 6.30, 6.45. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to start early, especially in the hot summer oh my days because yeah. you get the cool. And a lot of it is then just... Um, we have like weekly chores that we do every week. So like clean the chicken coop. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that it smells good. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but make then sure it smells good. <laughs> we, so we do our weekly chores and then we go to like a task list. Yeah, right. we, 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 we're very list oriented or else we kind of go sporadically and squirrel and yeah. things never get done so we'll uh, so like this saturday we're planning we're re- we're fixing our barn our barn yeah. is in shambles right now Uh-oh. and is being held up by we don't actually know <laughs> <laughs> the so, grace of god yeah the holy spirit's holding that building up <laughs> uh but so yeah so we there's a lot of basically Weekends are infrastructure days. Right. Yeah. So we're fixing things, we're building things, we're we're setting up things. So right. that's cool. That's awesome. Um so you guys have chickens, like laying hens and mm-hmm. chickens and pigs. Mm-hmm. Is there any other animal that you'd love in the I future? Would, my I would love cows. Mm-hmm. Cows, I would love cows. And then as a personal like item, I would love a horse. Oh. Or a couple horses. Horses are extraordinarily expensive and yeah. have zero purpose apart from joy. Yeah. Unless you're using them to like till your fields, which we have tractors for now. Joy. Um, so um, I feel like there'll be a long time coming until I get a horse. Yeah. But uh, I could definitely see us in the next like two, three years um, getting some cows. We just got to we gotta fix our infrastructure and build more for our fields and our right. pastures and stuff like that. And we I have got, to talk to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Cows are going to be a lot of work for us. Like mm-hmm. we don't have electricity, we don't have running water out there, and so how does that? How do people do that? And mm-hmm. the only way to figure that out is to ask people. And that's very one similar. specialty. Yeah, yeah. very just, similar to the pig. Yeah, yeah. You just basically we got to basically start from square one again, just like what we did with our chickens, pigs, and turkeys and meat chickens. Is just start asking questions and work yeah. the problem. And that's really cool. That's exciting. That would be cool. Would this be like a meat cow or a milk yep. cow? No, you don't. Is milk. that the same cow? No. Oh, you can be. You oh, could. Yep. You can eat like uh, Holsteins. Okay. Um, is that a type of cow? Yeah. That's like okay. the milk, milk typical cow. milking cow. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, but 
I wouldn't like just they're just not as tasty. Right. Uh, my go-to cow would be a Highland cow. Okay, I feel like I've heard of that. Yeah, are those the fluffy ones? Yeah, they're the yeah. red fluffy ones with the huge horns. Yeah. yeah. They're little cows. Cows are really hard because you have fun fact. They're probably the most inefficient animal. Really. Like right. like livestock animal in the world. Really. For how much energy and resources required <laughs> it is in order to get them to butcher weight. Wow. And that's why, again, another fun fact, why goat is the most consumed red meat in the world oh. over pigs is because North America is the primary location that eats beef. Yeah. Other than that, most of the world eats uh, goat. Right. Well, we have so much space, right? Yeah. yeah and so. it's just, it's just, they're just such resource heavy. Like, and that's why I like Highland cows. Less yeah. resources. They need less. They require a third of a less resources we have some friends with some highland cows mm-hmm. and so we'll pick a lot their of cows brains. a lot of cows are about an acre per head oh yeah. geez so you need to have a lot of land whereas you can get by with like a third of an acre to half an acre on for one cow like for for the highland, highland cows yeah and they eat brush huh. yeah interesting so and this is a dumb question but do brown cows make chocolate milk <laughs> I just, I, no <laughs> do highland cows make highland milk I, I don't. I don't know. Can I don't you milk know a Highland cow? Can you milk a Highland cow? That's yeah, where the you can. Of, cor- of course you can. Oh. You can milk any cow. You can milk anything, but not a bull. Stefan, Stefan wanted me to get pig milk. <laughs> oh yeah, Stefan. He literally called that. me one day and was like, "I need you to get me pig's milk." <laughs> He's still waiting for it. He does talk about it. He mentions it every so often. I, think I invite him over every time we have a litter of piglets, and he refuses. <laughs> Would you go right on the? <laughs> He'd want it milk fresh for him. Yeah. I would get him to stand back like three feet and I'd squirt it in his mouth. <laughs> okay. I would like to be there. <laughs> Let me know. Um, okay. So speaking of pigs and pig milk, <laughs> little segue. <laughs> um, so last time Michaela did the story of how you guys came about having mm. your pigs and talking with Elwood and picking his brain and then getting the pigs and like kind of like your origin story. Is there anything you wanted to add to that, or do you feel like she did justice? Of course no, she she did she, she did she did a really really good job explaining that. Um, I would just like to emphasize the fact that when I was told not to call him back, <laughs> 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 and uh, uh, wasn't his it wasn't his uh, it wasn't his wife his daughter that, or sorry his daughter that told me not to call back. It was another farmer that was really uh, close to him that uh, knew that he was going through chemo, <laughs> and his name is Andrew. Andrew, if you're listening, yeah, shout out to you, Andrew. <laughs> that, okay, and yeah. then it, <laughs> Andrew was like, when I called Elwood, I was like, hey, it's Lauren. He's like, I know who you are, and I'm like, good. And he's like, if, if Andrew knew I was talking to you, he would kick your ass right now. He was so you. you that is so a- funny. Andrew found out. He was so mad at me. <laughs> Like that's why you were the perfect person for the job because I would have like any conflict that okay, would have arisen, I would have been like, I won't call him ever again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, you're persistent. That's yeah. really good. Um, kind of like the last kind of question I had before we kind of finish off. Um, so at the beginning of the episode, we had um talked about how you're a dreamer. Michaela mm. had introduced you as a dreamer. What would you say your next big dream is for the farm? Or in life, or whatever. 
That's a good question. I know. I'm sorry. That's deep. We're finishing off on a really yeah, deep is... note. Yeah. No, I, I, I'd i say we've really accomplished what our original goal was. I don't know if you talked about what our original goal was for the farm when we first started. I think started. a little, but you can go into it. Yeah. Like our, our original goal was for us to develop enough meat and enough client base where we could cover our cost and mm-hmm. then eat for free. That's awesome. And we've we've this year has been the first year where we've been able to accomplish that where the, oh. the meat in our freezer yeah. is paid for by oh. the, the customers that we have. Congratulations. That's it, awesome. And it covers our costs. But we even went even further than we what we thought and we actually made profit on top yeah. of that. Nice. So we made enough to fill our freezers plus have cash profit by wow. all of our customers. So like to be honest, like we didn't. We thought this was going to take a really long time to get yeah. here. Like we were just like, oh, if we can even just cover our costs and we'll pay for our own meat. Yeah. But within, yeah. I don't know what we've been doing like, it for two I think years. That was maybe like a five to ten year plan. Like was to make profit off of the meat. Yeah. And for for two doing it in two years, like, mm-hmm. like that's incredible. Yeah, I would I would say honestly, like our goal would be to continue getting more profitable, and then eventually like. I'm in the mindset I would rather like hire mm-hmm. in order like a farm hand. Yeah, farm hand rather than take on more work myself. Right. Um because I do like grunt work for fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not so, as like I need to do it. Yeah, and just ex- just continue to expand the business. Um one of our goals this year, which we're gonna be doing, shout out to anyone that's listening, that's gonna be going to the farmers market in Carlton Place. Yeah. Oh. Uh so we're gonna be starting to do farmers markets. That's really cool. Yeah, and so just like just expand the business, do that kind of stuff. And we've talked about this a lot, like just the kind of projection of the company. Mm-hmm. Like it can only grow at a certain, like at a certain rate, until you plateau with the amount of stuff you have. Mm-hmm. So like we can grow it, grow it, grow it, grow it, and then it'll hit a point where in order to grow more, we need to change what we're doing. And right. So probably in order to grow more, we'll need to hire. Right. And just because we won't have time, we won't have the resources. Yeah. Um, either that or we would have to quit our day jobs and go full time, but we're just not there. No. So we would rather hire. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's a pretty good dream. I like that. Yeah. That's very cool. A bug just flew into the window. It was a big bug. <laughs> it made like a thud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, that kind of like concludes our episode. Lauren, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. This was great. I know you've been here for every episode, <laughs> um, but listening. But now you got to speak, which was really cool. It was really cool to pick your brain and kind of yeah. like get to hear your side of the things because like we hear from Michaela, mm-hmm. um, and then but it was really cool to see from her other half. You mm-hmm, know, for to, sure. Yeah, so thank you so much for coming on. I'm yeah. sure this won't be my last time either. So. Yeah, actually, you're cut off. <laughs> we have a long guest list. Yeah, so now you're at the bottom of it again. No, but yeah, we really appreciate it. Like, it doesn't, it's not easy to come on and talk no, about yourself. And yeah. so we just really appreciate that you'd come. Yes, and thank you. Yeah, it's nice to hear from you. Have a boy on here <gasps> in the hen house. First yeah. male. First male and dog. Yeah. You heard it here, True. folks. <laughs> so if you liked listening to this episode, I'm hoping that um, next guest episode will get a vet on here. Ooh. So that should be pretty fun. Don't worry, Lauren. You'll still be our favorite guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, we might be a little biased. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's fair. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Michaela, do you want to tell them what we're going to be listening to? 
what they'll be listening to next time. Yeah. So we'll be going over what it takes to raise baby chicks. Ooh. And some of the challenges that we have faced raising chicks on the farm. <laughs> I'm excited. So it's a little that. late in the season for this. I guess people have already gotten their chicks, but it is applicable to turkeys if you're doing turkeys later in the year. Oh, true. Some people don't get their second round of chicks till August. So if you're just about to get those, then this will be a very good episode cool. for you. I'm excited. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you so much. And uh, we're going to see you in two weeks. Yep. Thanks for listening. Talk to you then. Bye.